Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hey guys, welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast. I'm your host today, Craig Williams. Um, this is one of my little solo casts. I do one of these every week, as well as uh, an interview or I get the panel down from, from the Conquer Food group and, and chat things over. And today I've got a question that was posed by one of our long-standing Conquer Food members, uh, Claire, from the Facebook group. And uh, it's quite an interesting topic, so stay tuned. If you are somebody who has got an unhealthy obsession with something, then you're definitely going to want to listen to this. Okay, so um, before we dive into that, I want to point you in the direction of our Conquer Food and Fitness community on Facebook. We have a great little community there with lots of people that are all trying to either lose weight or get fit or just generally create a healthier lifestyle. Um, and, and it really is a good little group. So if you go to Facebook and search Conquer Food and Fitness Community, then you'll you'll stumble across us. It'll ask you a question of like how you found how you found the group, um, just type in from the podcast and, and then I'll kind of let you in and you can crack on. And basically what we share in there every day is a ton of information from these podcasts to other videos. Some of the trainers do training sessions. Um, we do like daily office hours every day and and, and it's a real benefit. And, and we do a lot for free that a lot of your local personal trainers and the like will charge for. So get yourself in there if you're not in the group already. And the final thing I want to say is that if you haven't done so already, please consider on whatever platform you're listening to us on, you leave us a five-star review because one, it helps other people find us. And there are people out there that are struggling, like really, really struggling with their eating habits and their sedentary lifestyle and their health problems. And this information and this group can help massively. So please leave in a little five-star review will we'll really, really help with that. And it also lets us know that we're giving you good information that you're enjoying and, um, and, that, and that's good. So all that's been said, let's, uh, let's, let's, Let's let's read out the question from Claire. So she put, there are times when you have to become obsessed about something in order to master it or to succeed. But when does obsession become an addiction? And in terms of health and fitness and food, can that ever be a good thing? In other words, is it healthy to replace an obsession or addiction to food, for example, with an addiction or obsession to something that helps you deal with it? Okay, so it's a great question. I do feel... Like there's a massive breakthrough here from Claire. I think only the only a person that has potentially found an, an alternative to a previous addiction or obsession um, would write something like this. If that's the case, let me know and big massive pat on the back. So let's let's just chat and let, let's break it down to its little parts. All right. And now and I've not put too much thought to this. I normally like to put like little frameworks together. And, uh, and give you, sorry for the dogs going nuts in the background, but give you little mental models that you can use to, um, you know, to process this kind of stuff. And I haven't done that today because this is just a quick solo cast from myself um, on the podcast. So I'm just going to shoot from the hip and just going to run at it. But I want to break it down to each little bit. So when does an, something that you're obsessed about become an addiction? Okay. And I think the key thing there is there is loads of different definitions of the word 
addiction and actually what an addiction is. But one of the ones that I really love is an addiction is an obsession that has become unhealthy, you know, and, and I think it's that unhealthy aspect and it can be unhealthy, not just in food and fitness, but also all other aspects of, of life, business, relationships, your spirituality, um, your, your mindset, all these kind of things, you know, even money, you know, you can have a, it can be unhealthy in all in across all those terms or in individual um, terms in, in their own right. So for example, if you, you know, if you do far too much fitness training and it affects your work, that's going to potentially become unhealthy because it's not the right balance. Things need to be balanced out in a different, you know, in, in a different way to that. So, so that's the first part. And I think everybody should just have a little look at their obsessions and just sort of think, right, what is going on? And, and now that I'm kind of running that, that program, uh, what is the second and third and consequences of what I'm doing? Quite often we do things because we get like an instant gratification, a little bit of reward, little dopamine squirt or whatever. And, and that's why we do it, it's, you know, because we are, we, we are, it's called the law of expedience. We, we, uh, the law of expediency where we want instant gratification. You know, we will always take the path of, of least resistance to kind of get that little bit of happiness or whatever. Um, the problem is, and certainly what I've learned, is that if you've got something that's front-loaded like that, so you do something, let's say, you know, the, the, the real obvious example here is is chocolate. So you have chocolate and you eat chocolate. You know, we, we talk all the time about, you know, the, the number one reason why we eat. It's not because we're hungry. It's not because, you know, we need these nutrients in our body. It's because we want to change the state that we're in. We're bored, we're frustrated, we're depressed. Sometimes we're even happy, we want to celebrate, whatever it is, but we want to change the state we're in. We want to change the emotion. And, and that is the first-hand consequences. We get a little spike in dopamine, we get a little bit of you know happy drug released into the brain or whatever, and everything's great. However, downstream from that, what are the second and third-hand consequences? So second-hand consequences is, well, you're going to start piling on the weight if you eat too much chocolate. If this obsession with with chocolate and indeed making yourself feel better through food, you know, the, the, what's coming next, if you do that over and over again, what's coming next is you're going to pile on the weight. The third-hand consequence, and then there's everything that's attributed to that, you know, and... and it's not great. It's a hard life when you're overweight. We all know that. The next part is your third and consequences are all the health, the, the downsides to your health. And the fact, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic right now and the people getting smashed by this coronavirus are the ones with underlying health issues. So what starts off as just like, oh, the odd bit of chocolate to, um, you know, to, you know, suppress a little bit of depression or frustration or whatever. When you start, obsessing over it and it becomes an addiction and you and you it's got it becomes unhealthy the ultimate result could be death and and I know that is extreme but I'm sure you kind of get the idea okay so moving on uh, to the next part of it um is it in other words uh, so so basically in terms of health fitness and food can that ever be a good thing can it ever be a good thing that you're obsessed over something now I, I'm in agreement with you here Claire that in order to truly succeed and master it, you must become obsessed with whatever it is that you're looking to do. You must become obsessed. And 
you know, because it, you are what you consistently do. And you will, if you consistently do the things that you prioritize, that, that that's going to dictate the results that you get. Uh, so, for example, one of our old trainers, Danny, was a massive bodybuilder and he was obsessed with being in the gym and eating to support the kind of training that he's got. And he had a phenomenal physique and he was actually really, really gifted sporting wise. You know, he did a lot of cage fighting and, and he was really, really talented in regards to, to like physically um, incredible physique. But it consumed pretty much every aspect of his life. It had to in order to get the results that he got. Now, flip that slightly, and I'm a little bit jealous sometimes of people that get obsessed because I don't tend to get obsessed about too many things. Um, I wish I did sometimes. I wish I became obsessed with something and then became known for that thing. You know, I've always been on this search for the one thing, um, you know, when you read a lot of personal and professional development books, it's like, you know, follow your passion, do the one thing and all this. kind. Of, I don't ever really feel that I've found that that one thing. So I'm a little bit jealous. However, I am free quite often from these unhealthy obsessions and addictions. You know, I have a lot of moderation in my life, including moderation, um, which, which, you know, for, for me, I love the fact that I'm not out running for hours and hours every day, yet I can still go and do big challenging events, um, you know, without having that obsession. I like the fact that I can maintain a relatively healthy um, physiology without having to like be super strict and, you know, eating dust and drinking bloody oil crushed by a thousand virgins in the hills of Italy or whatever. You know, I'm just not that obsessed with stuff. Um, but I think, you know, if your goal is going to, is, is a challenge, it's going to require a certain amount of obsession, a certain amount of, you know what, nothing is going to get in the way, my way of this. And and if you're in a partnership, perhaps a little bit of selfishness in order to be able to, to do the training that you need to do, to eat the way that you want to eat, you know? And um, so, yeah, I agree that, that sometimes you need it and sometimes it is a good thing. Uh, a good friend of mine does a lot of work with Olympians and he says that, you know, they when they commit to stuff, like nothing is getting in their way. Like, you know, their, their family, they just, they just give up on so much. And in fact, when they when they go to Olympic Games and it's complete, they, they kind of sometimes have a little bit of, of a guilty complex because like, my God, you know, I've done it now. And with a lot of stuff, there is a little bit of anticlimax as you, as you get to the end or a post-event depressive phase. And they sort of go, God, was it worth it? You know, because um, I don't actually feel any different right now. So, yeah, you, you've got to, sometimes you've got to be obsessed. And I would think that, you know, if you're, if you're looking to put a significant dent in your image to lose a significant amount of weight, if you want to significantly change your health or indeed massively boost your fitness, you are going to have to be obsessed, even for a period of six to eight weeks, to give yourself the head start that you need. You know, it really does It really does need that. So moving on to the third part and the final part of your, your question. In other words, is it healthy to replace an obsession or addiction to food, for example, with an addiction or obsession to something that helps you deal with it? And I think, you know, it's a great question. And, um, and it does give this little insight that you're actually winning here, Claire, which, you know, I love, I love the sound of. 
Um, and and I think as long as you can do, as long as you can do what we call in the worlds of uh, the world of neurolinguistic programming, like checking your ecology, like you check the ecology of something. It's like that you check the in- entire environment around that decision. And as long as everything sits all right with with that decision, that choice, that thing that you're doing, then hundred percent roll with it. You know, only when your second and third and consequences are starting to be, you know, be um, unhealthy. And, and I use the word unhealthy. I don't necessarily just mean, you know, you're getting you're getting fat or you've got a magnesium deficiency or you've got psoriasis or anything like that. What I mean is that your relationships are breaking down. Is it that you're, you know, it's affecting work or business? Is it affecting, you know, your ability to pay your bills? Is your home life all over the place. Are you still maintaining contact with your loved ones? Are you spending too much time doing whatever you're doing? You know, so so really kind of think about the ecology of of the thing that you're doing. Um, so that's it. That kind of brings us to this end. Short, sharp solo cast from myself. Like I said, if you've enjoyed it, uh, if you've got a topic that you'd like to suggest for a podcast or something you'd like me to talk about, then get in touch and let me know. Um, leave a comment on whatever platform you listen to this on and don't forget leave us a five-star review and um, because it really does help let us know that we're on the right track and help other people find us and if you're listening to this on youtube then hit the subscribe button because we knock out a couple of these podcasts every week and you need to hit the bell to make sure you get a notification because it's not always uploaded at the same time every week we do endeavor to do that um, tuesdays and thursdays every week but we don't always nail it because pretty busy so um so get the bell and then you you won't miss an episode thank you very much for joining us today i hope you're enjoying the weather right now it is phenomenal weather for a may um, it was my birthday yesterday so thank you to all the boot campers and everybody in the conquer food community that's uh that missed wish, come on come on teeth work that wished me a happy birthday um i had a pretty sedate uh barbecue in the garden it was nice weather we had a few bits of paleo meat I had a couple of bottles of alcohol-free beer, and um, and another oh, and a bit of birthday cheesecake. Uh, that was about as extravagant as it got, but I actually loved it. I got some amazing gifts and some incredible cards, and uh, and a lot of love from you guys. So, until the next podcast, take care. And thank you, podcasters, for joining us again on the Conquer Food Show. Hopefully, you picked up some great nuggets of information there. Make sure you join us next week for another episode. And if you've enjoyed this, please like, share, and give us a little review on iTunes. It all helps. Take care.